You are now chopping it up with the Nerd Barbershop Podcast. Thank you. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Nerd Barbershop Podcast. I'm Taryn Woods. Thank you so much for clicking on this episode and hanging out with me for a little bit. So this episode is kind of special. It's kind of be a little bit shorter. But I'm actually talking about uh, my debut book. I just published my first book. I'm really excited about it. It's called The Frozen Pour. It is an anthology of slushy recipes. Um, if you've been following me on Facebook and YouTube and Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that, I make alcoholic slushies. I've been doing slushies for a few years now. It started out with, like, you know, Kool-Aid slushies is kind of how it started. And then as I got older, it kind of evolved into more alcoholic beverages. And um, so, yeah, so this uh, recipe book is actually going to be dedicated to my alcoholic, uh, my alcoholic slushy recipes. I just want to talk about kind of the book a little bit. I don't want to get too much uh, into the book. I do want you guys to check it out. You can currently buy it on Lulu.com. Um, I will throw a link into the description of the YouTube video when I post that. Um, but Lulu.com, go to their bookstore and type in The Frozen Pour. It says The Frozen, F-R-O-Z-E-N, P-O-U-R, uh, P-O-U-R, like, you know, pour. Like you're pouring a drink. And so just a little bit about the book. Um, I did. I decided to do an ebook. One, so I don't have to pay uh, printing fees, but also because I could use the ebook to kind of connect it to a lot of my other projects. So you can, um, so the first four recipes in the book actually have videos, so that directly connects to the YouTube channel. So it's kind of connecting the book to the YouTube channel. Um, then of course the YouTube channel is connected to like the, the podcast and the website and stuff like that. I actually put. Then there's a link to the website in the ebook as well, and like the copyright section. I throw in some of my stuff. Um, even like if you go to lulu.com, I have like an author spotlight page, which has all of my social media, the website, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, stuff like that. And so it is 10 recipes. I decided on 10 recipes because 10, I think, is a good number for recipes. I didn't want to go too crazy. It was kind of funny when I was looking at some of the other books that are on lulu.com and some of the other recipe books and other cookbooks. They're like 200 pages, 252 pages, like. They're like there's like these really big you know books and I'm just like nah I'm not doing all that <laughs> you know so my my ebook is actually probably I think it's about 20 pages maybe maybe a little more maybe a little less depending on like how it's spaced out but yeah it's about 20 pages and I like the way it's set up because it kind of gets right into the recipes there's not a lot of fluff there's not a lot of you know like extra stuff you kind of you know you have the title cover the the cover art you have you know my the copyright pages a little dedication page that I did kind of to like to the dreamers um read the book you kind of see what i kind of dedicate the book to the people that are you know just dreaming and following your goals and you know and then we get kind of right into the recipes because writing the recipe uh writing a recipe book is something i never thought i would do because if you know me personally i absolutely hate writing recipes like it's just i just don't do it i just it's hard like it's something about it like i just i'm very free-flowing in the kitchen if you will i'm very much i kind of know where i want to get to even if I don't know like, the exact amount, the exact portion, or, you know, the exact measurements, I kind of know what taste I want. I know what flavor I want. I know where I want to get mentally. It's kind of hard for me to write that out. I just kind of flow. Or, you know, I stop seasoning till the incest. You know, I will stop seasoning when the ancestors tell me to stop. If you know, you know. <laughs> and it's kind of how I approached it. And um, that's why doing a food cookbook might be something that's way down the line. 
but for me personally, the um, the slushies are pretty easy because I use I basically came up with my own method of formula that I do pretty much for every single recipe. Like they all have different ingredients, but the uh, the procedure and the method I do to kind of freeze the slushies and make them is the exact same across the board. So I was like, huh, since this is pretty identical, I could probably do that 10 times pretty easily and just keep track of, you know, like the ingredients, which is what I do. And so you have 10 recipes. Um, it's kind of cool, kind of starting with the bourbon slushy, which is actually the first alcoholic rest of the first alcoholic slushy I actually ever made was the bourbon slushy to the last slushy, which was actually the Chicago Sunset, which is probably one I take a lot of pride in because it took a, a few months to get that right. But I got the color right, and I got the, I got the taste right first, and like then when I uh, got the color right for Chicago Sunset, I'm like, okay, that's it, we're done, write the book, we're like we're we're good, <laughs> and you know, and I do I give a lot of credit because even like the bourbon slushy is actually based off of another recipe that I found in um allrecipes.com. I actually have a link to the original recipe in the book, so again, I like try to I give credit where credit's due, because it's not like a completely like oh I made this recipe completely from scratch. I took that recipe as a base, and I kind of, like, switched some stuff here and there, stuff that I personally like more, and used it. And I made sure I gave credit to the original recipe. Of course, since that uh, recipe actually has a video, you know, the YouTube channel is connected there. Um, so it goes, bourbon, I don't remember, I don't think I know them all in order. I said pretty good. So it's, like, the bourbon slushy, whiskey sour slushy. I'm a big whiskey sour person. I've been drinking whiskey sours since after college. You can't let my, it's my drink of choice when I go out to bars a lot of times. If I want, like, a harder cocktail, I'll do a whiskey sour. Uh, my green, my crown royal green apple slushy, which is pretty popular, which is, like, one of the few posts on Facebook I've actually done. It's gone, like, kind of viral. It had, like, over a thousand shares and stuff like that. So it's, like, one of the few things I've done that has kind of gone viral. And then, um, the last one that has a video is my crown royal uh peach slushy which is the one the one that has like the peach rings and stuff like that was one of my personal favorite ones so those first four all have videos uh, the next one is my uh smirnoff pink lemonade slushy which is the smirnoff pink lemonade cocktail that they had and then like a couple of different pink lemonade it was really good and then after those five actually the next five are all original i actually just i think i made actually the back five slushies all came in 2023. If I'm pretty sure that I made them all this year. And I was like, okay, I gotta crank these out. I got an ideas. Um, so you get into the uh, everything's coming up rose slushy, which is a play on everything coming up roses. Uh, that slushy was really fun to make. It was really smooth because rose is a very light wine. So you get a bunch of, I think I used three different roses. It's two different full bottles of roses. Um, a sparkling, the Welch's sparkling rose. And like the small barefoot balls of rose, like kind of like the capper at the end, um, which is really fun. Uh, I think one of my personal favorite slushies that I made is my uh, hard apple slushie, which, if you know, I'm a big hard cider fan. Like, I love hard cider. Hard cider is pretty much just adult apple juice. Let's, like, come on. And um, that was really fun, especially now we're in fall. Dude, that's a really good fall slushie, in my opinion. It just works really well because it's like apple juice, apple cider, a little bit of lime juice. Um, there's of course Angry Orchard hard cider in it. I think I used the hard. I think I used Angry Orchard as like topper at the end. I believe. Yeah, just so the fizz and so you don't uh, lose the fizz as it's freezing. So the Angry Orchard is actually like the topper at the end, and then you put um, two like apple wedges, like a green apple wedge and a red apple wedge, like in the cup. One of my favorite pictures, I think, out of all of them, too. Like, it's just... I don't think all the pictures are actually really good. Like, there isn't really, like, a favorite picture for me. But I do like the hard apple slushy a lot. Um, 
I think after that one, yeah, that one, after that one, it's my, um, my Jack and, uh, my Jack and Cola cherry lime slushie, because, you know, I like cherry limeade, and, you know, Jack and Coke is a thing, but didn't want to put Coke, because Coke is trademark, so it's like a Jack and Cola, you know, situation, so a uh, Jack and Cola cherry limeade slushie, which is really good, I like, oh, snap, uh, anyway, uh, I like, um, you know, I like cherry limeade. I'm not a big Jack drinker, but uh, I thought because I know Jack and Coke works really well together. I know Coke and cherry, but well, you know, there's cherry Coke. I basically kind of put those ideas together. Came with that. I like the color of that one a lot. That one actually has a really cool picture with the um, the cherry in the middle with the lime wedge on the side. I thought that was a really good presentation. I really enjoyed that one. Um, after that one is the orange pineapple slushy, which is really good which is i like orange pineapple orange pineapple like juices one of my favorite juices of all time like it's top five for me i really love orange pineapple juice and so for that one, i was like okay let me do that um there's another like ciroc uh there's pineapple ciroc in it which was i pineapple ciroc is really good and i was like okay i gotta use that there's uh, orange liqueur in it and there's some others like pineapple juice orange juice lime juice there's some other stuff in there too um I really like that one, and that one I actually do two ways, where I do, there's one that's actually in a traditional cup, but then the other one's actually, I hollowed out, I hollowed out a pineapple, and just put the slush in the pineapple, I thought that'd be cool, so if you want to do like more of a summery thing, put it in the pineapple if you want, you want like more classic all year round, but then like just a traditional cup or glass or whatever you got, and then of course, and that was, in uh, that's the ninth slushy, then the very last slushy in the book, which I kind of mentioned earlier was is the chicago suns uh the chicago sunset which one i was inspired by like leaving home from work i'm waiting on the bus and looking at the sky i'm like i could make that a slushy you know i just like my brain's like that could be a slushy because i needed i was like after i got the orange pineapple slushy done i needed one more and i couldn't figure out what was the last slushy gonna be and i'm just looking like uh like i just kept looking at the sky like that looks like a slushy i think i can do that and it just took a little, it took a few months to kind of get it right. I kind of do the process in the book, um, like kind of just how I build it up. But it just took a little while because it took getting the cup. But I wanted to get the colors right. And a lot of people, oh, Terry, like it tasted really good. Like the first time I made it, the colors all kind of like blended together. So I got this, this kind of this purpley color, but it tasted really good. So the flavor was perfect. So I knew I was on the right track. I just needed to get the gradient type color. And if you actually look at the cover art for the book, the cover art might look like a Chicago sunset. It is. It's actually, that was inspiration for those slushies. Um, I'm not even going to talk about the cover, too. I figured why not talk about the cover art um, as well. But, uh, yeah, but the Chicago sunset is, and the reason why I call it the Chicago sunset, not only because it's inspired by uh, sunsets here in the city, but also because uh, um, it's a, I use a, a whiskey rye. Or a rye whiskey. There we go. <laughs> a rye whiskey that's actually made in Chicago, out in Logan Square. It's called Blind Tiger. It's like a small batch um, company. It's like it's family owned out in Logan Square, so it's made here in the city. Which is something I want to make sure that the um, the Chicago that that um, slushy in particular has something in Chicago. And even the garnish is like it's four uh, Montecino cherries, and the four cherries represents the four red stars on the Chicago flag. So that's kind of kind of tying it all back into the city, the color of the sky, the uh, the cherries, and even the whiskey in the drink itself is from Chicago. So, um, the cover art is really cool. The cover art is done by one of my 
co-workers at the movie theater I currently work at. Um, name is Fox. Fox did a great job. It was just funny because I was like, the book was pretty much done. And I'm like, okay, I need to get a cover art. Like, I had to do it. And I was kind of like, you know, asking some people and just trying to like hit up people. But it wasn't working. And I'm just thinking and just kind of praying, like, man, like, who can I get to do the book? And, you know, and guys like, uh, you work, your co-worker is an artist. I'm like, oh, duh. Let me just ask Fox. And Fox is actually out of town that weekend that when the Monday I asked him or I messaged him. He was actually coming back in town from going out of town to a table at another event. I'm like, hey, Fox, would you be interested in the cover art? Fox was like, yes, I'm down. Like, what are we doing? Like, what's up? What do you need? And I, you know, gave him just kind of the idea of my vision. Did a quick sketch. Kind of was going through it by Tuesday night, the very next night. The cover was done. So I thank Fox so much for doing that and just, and just being, like, efficient. Just like, oh, yeah, I got you. Because Fox doesn't really get to do a lot of art that um, he would like to do. It's busy work, you know, doesn't quite get kind of tired from work, so he doesn't get to do all the artwork he would like to do. So I'm kind of happy to give him this opportunity and just kind of being forever connected to the book. If you want to check out some of Fox's artwork, if you actually go to the book, I put Fox's Instagram page in the book as well in the copyright section because I want to make sure that he got copyrighted for his work that he did. So the cover art is done by Fox, and I actually have the Instagram page in the book as well. So you can click on that and go to the Instagram page and check out what he does. Um, and even as I think the name, the frozen poor was really cool because it actually, uh, it can't, it just kind of came to me. Like it wasn't something that I thought of on my own. It was a kind of a group effort. I really think, again, I really thank God because I was, I remember <laughs> talking about like writing an ebook. I remember back 2022, I was kind of like, you know, uh, kind of brainstorming the idea of doing an ebook and people think you know oh yeah i need to come up with a title and some people gave me some ideas actually one of my former uh classmates in high school uh cash actually gave me the subtitle idea for an anthology of slushy recipes she was like hey whatever you come up with for the title make the subtitle an anthology of slushy recipes i loved it i kept it and i'm like and actually i did a facebook post Facebook post and Instagram post kind of thanking her for that side of it because I wouldn't have came up with that on my own. That was all her. And so I always make sure that she gets credit for that. And I remember I was going to sleep that night and I come up, I always have a lot of these ideas right like in between like um, I'm falling asleep but I'm not quite asleep yet. And my brain's still kind of turning. I'm just thinking and trying to figure out stuff. And um, I just remember the trying like what's the name of it? I need something cool. But something like something that makes sense, something that works with drinks, but something that works with like cold drinks, and just trying to think about it. And I bless and I thank God. I remember, God was like, "What about the frozen poor?" And I'm like, "That was just perfect." <laughs> and I, remember I just had I kept the name. I kept and I actually kept the name of the book pretty close to the vest for a very long time, for about a year. I kept the name of the book close to the chest i think i only told like a handful of people but as i start as the book was getting finished i started to tell more people and show people like what i was doing and the idea like and people were just like oh man yeah do it oh yeah public let me know when you publish it oh let me know when when it's ready you know and i just and now that the book is completely is completely out you know the copyright page is out it's published you can buy it i can talk about it more freely now because i've had the name for about a year and um, just kind of blessed, you know, just for that, you know, just for the spirit of doing it. Because, you know, a lot of people don't do things. And I think even after I published the book, um, Lulu.com is going to send me, you know, it's like the congratulations. We can't wait to help you. And I also like this little, this little fact that 
0.002% ever publish a book, like, in the world. Only, so, like, all the books in the library and stuff like that, that's a combined only 0.002% of people actually publish a book. And it's kind of, and I was like, wait, that's wild. Not even 1% of people, like, publish a book. It's less than 1%. So, now I'm in that less than 1% is really kind of, it's really cool. And it's, um, it's really a blessing. It's really just something different. It's something that I never thought I would do. If you had told me, like, 10 years ago, I would write a book, I wouldn't believe you. <laughs> but, you know, we, we're here now, 2023. The book is officially out. The book is published. Um, again, you can buy the book. I'm trying to also set up, I have it set up for global, uh, for global distribution, but still pending. I'm not sure how long that takes. So I'm just letting it do its thing. And hopefully like, hopefully it can get up on like Amazon Kindle and, uh, the Apple bookstore and Barnes and Noble and stuff like that. But right now you can buy the book again on lulu.com. So that is lulu, L-U-L-U.com. Go to their bookstore and then just search for the, the frozen poor. There's the t-h-e-f-r-o-z-e-n-p-o-u-r and you can check out the book you can buy the book currently right now again check it out and if you don't buy the book just if you listen to this podcast i appreciate you listening to the podcast liking the podcast telling your friends if you buy the book let me know if you like the recipes you like the book if you made any of the recipes send them to me i'm everywhere you know instagram facebook uh twitter x whatever whatever you feel like calling it personally let me know uh, let me know what you think and uh thank you again so much for supporting the the podcast as well like you know just there's a lot of things i i've done now that i never thought i would do never thought i would do a youtube channel a podcast and now like now having a book is kind of crazy but you know it's just a blessing and just keep going and, and like i was kind of saying i'm done a lot, i've gotten a lot of stuff done in 2023 it's just a blessing and you never know like what the year holds for you till you go through the year so and the year's not even done yet so I'm very blessed. I thank God for, you know, just the opportunity and just the mind to do it and the creativity to do it. And thank you to everybody that's been supporting it and supporting the podcast and the YouTube channel, liking videos, sharing videos, sharing the podcast. And now with the book being out, sharing the book, talking about the book, being excited for the book and being excited that I wrote the book is really cool because one of the things I always learn is sometimes um, you have to do stuff not just for you. You have to do stuff to inspire the people that are watching you. Because people are, like, they're waiting for you to do the thing they said you were going to do. And if you do it, sometimes it'll just be that, that'll be enough of a boost for me. Okay, let me sit down and write this book. Or let me write this, this journal. Or get this autobiography done. Or, you know, let me make this music. Lay down this track. Record this video. Do this review. You know, so always do, like get the strength just to do it like take the first step and doing the thing that you say you're going to do because you never know who behind you is watching and who behind you is inspired because of you so i'm going to leave you with that thank you so much again for listening and watching the nerd barbershop podcast i greatly appreciate it always and forever slicing dicing gaming not just a model it's a lifestyle i'll see you in the next podcast later